reprendre votre Hello listeners and welcome to another episode of Laps Gamer. I'm your host today, Alistair Cornwall, and today I'm joined by my fellow Pokemon trainers and LGR co-hosts Kev and Mark. Hello chaps. Hello. Konnichiwa. <laughs> <laughs> so the three of us have decided to jump on uh, in this blistering heatwave uh, that the UK is currently having. And yes, we will moan about it profusely through the podcast because we're British. <laughs> uh, we've decided to do an extra podcast to talk about all things Pokemon and more specifically the hugely successful Pokemon Go officially released on the 14th of July here in the UK and has taken the world by storm and it's not even released fully everywhere yet. Tomorrow, the game is due to release in Japan, uh, which is the 19th when we are recording uh, this podcast. And so don't expect the service to be up and running fully, and it is going to be a horrendous day. But I'm sure the download figures for this will increase profusely. So we're just going to quickly talk about a bit of history, uh, our personal histories with the game, uh, and what we think to Pokemon Go. So who would like to go first? Go on, Mark. Oh, I was just about to nominate you. Um, <laughs> uh, my history with Pokemon is not particularly expansive. Uh, I played uh, I played all of Pokemon Emerald on the Game Boy Advance, uh, but that's about the only Pokemon game I've actually played fully. I've dabbled in, you know, other Pokemon's on other people's Game Boys, but um, the Game Boy Advance was the first like. Game Boy handheld I had, uh, and then I didn't bother getting any Pokemons in any subsequent ones. And to be honest, at this point, the actual mainline Pokemon games I'm just not interested in at all. Like, when I was younger, yeah, Pokemon was great, but, like, when I was watching the E3 coverage from Nintendo and they were talking about Pokemon, I nearly fell asleep, because it just <laughs> does The actual Pokemon games themselves, on, on their handheld systems, do not interest me anymore at all. Yeah, I think... Uh, We'll probably go into this a little bit more later on, but I think the whole app um, area for this type of game has given it a new wave of life. Mm, definitely um, shot in the arm. Yeah, yeah. I think because the games on the, the Game Boys and DSs and all that kind of stuff are good, um, but they are starting to get a little bit dated. They just keep adding a few more uh, Pokemon in, and you can now ride a bike and different things like that. Um, and you've got skates and whatnot. So I think they are. They're trying with those games, but I think this is going to, like I say, give them a shot in the arm as to what, mm. where the game could go in the future. I've got a similar history to Mark, actually, because um, I think I've only ever done one fully through, and that was Pokemon Pearl, and that were on the DS. And then I tried, oh God, which one right now? Pokemon Sapphire, maybe? Yeah. That were a DS one. And realised that it was pretty much the same as Pearl. You just got different characters, and <laughs> got really bored with that. But that was as far as handheld. I did a few. I tried so hard. I'm not on the <laughs> GameCube. I actually had Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness. Oh dear. That was um, a weird potato. Yeah, yeah, didn't really get on with that. So I tried Pokemon TV. I don't know what the hell was going on with that one. So I just gave up on that as well. But I think it was just because it, it seems like it's a bit of a time sink. And 
Um, it's got loads and loads of characters that you've got absolutely no idea of. They're, they're all all the names are based on gobbledygook, and it just seems like a completely alien thing to me. But um, the app thing just it mean it makes it feel feel a bit more inclusive. So I've just thought I'll give this one a shot, and it seems to be working a bit better than what I'm used to before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I've had quite a an extensive history with with Pokemon. I think I was of that age. Uh, when it was released in the late 90s. That's definitely a factor in it, yeah. Yeah, so it's my, it's my generation yeah. that, that grew up on it. Um, I don't want to say I've never been able to let it go, because I've had a, a love-hate relationship with it. Um, but I, I was fortunate enough that a friend of mine got an upgrade uh, to a Game Boy, so he had a spare one. So I went out and brought the original um, game. I think I got Pokemon Red, I think mm. it was. Might have been blue. And that was one of the big ones. Uh, yeah, it was red and blue, so you had Charizard or Squirtle. And there was uh, there was yellow as well. Uh, well, yeah, but that was the colour one. Yeah. So they did, oh, right, yeah, right, they, right, right. They yeah. did the, the red and blue, um, and then they brought out, uh, I'm not sure if it was a year or so later, uh, they brought out yellow, uh, which was a special edition Pikachu one, um, which I think was released at about the same time as the uh, Game Boy Colour. Mm. Um, so I had to go on that as well, um, and, and love those games. And then I think I skipped gold and silver for some reason um, and played a little bit of ruby and then the next next big one I got my teeth into was diamond which was on the uh, first wave of the DS mm. consoles yeah I remember that. Um, played that quite a bit and it was the first uh, Nintendo I think the DS that had a Wi-Fi connection on it yeah um, so it was quite good for me and my mate that we both brought them at the same time when we was in Florida and we could actually trade the starting Pokemon between each other so we restarted our game quite a few times so we could get those uh, in the bank <laughs> Uh, a little bit of work around uh, and then most recently uh, my wife for Christmas a couple of years ago got me a 2DS and I got X with that uh, so I've been playing that I couldn't really get into it a lot because of the whole adding evolutions into it so you can now do like a mega uh, evolution on mm. top of what you would do normally that's what I'm having trouble with um, on the app yeah um, I actually brought the bank uh, on my DS the other day so I could put all my Pokemon in it and restart my game but then you get to bring all the Pokemon back into your bank so you don't lose what you've got. Hmm. Uh, it's a bit like a new game plus, if you like. All right. Um, so yeah, uh, I've got quite an extensive history of it, and obviously, like I said, I was at that age, so I watched the the TV show. Was that the TV show that give you fits? Yeah, it was a bit trippy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I had, which I regrettably get rid of, but I had a lot of the Pokemon cards as well, uh, and, the, and the Pokemon cards now, which are immensely. Uh, expensive if you've got the whole set and certain shiny ones and, <laughs> and different things and it's gutting going oh, I have that card I would be mm. rich <laughs> um, but yeah so that's that's my history with it it's uh, quite intense and long yeah but it's weird because I think I've just missed the generation because by the time Pokemon had really started to get its grips into the youth you know I, you were already, already you were already a jaded old man <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, and that one when I was twelve. <laughs> no, no, no. In, like in the nineties, right? You in must, the nineties, I've been yeah, working were, for what seven years, eight years. You're having it large. And you're not kidding. I was living it large. <laughs> but, See, I was um, a young whipper then. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. So of course that just sort of sailed straight past me. And the handheld thing. By then, I was pretty much console guy, and that was it. You know, I had no time for handhelds at all. That's the thing. It's like the main like Pokemon 
like the the main Pokemon games from like the original lot. I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that subsequent games have sort of latched onto younger generations. But you have to be of a certain age for it to have mm. caught you. Otherwise, you know, like yeah. yeah, if you if you're you know a bit older, if you were like a in your late teens or whatever, then it was just no a impact. silly little kids game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, again, it's that you know everybody seems to be in on the club. You know, everybody knows where a Squirtle is and what have you. And I'm thinking, what are you saying? I can hear words, but these don't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Or was it that deep down you were a Digimon guy? Whoa. No, definitely Chim Pokemon. I, I had shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Chim Pokemon. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, and I think up until this release of Pokemon Go, I think if any any children of an age took in Pokemon cards, some kids even now might not know what they are up until mm. the release of of this app. Um, I think it's been it's been phenomenal what they've done with yeah. the app, really. Pokemon Go, gents. Uh, who would like to go first on their experience so far with the app? I'll go if you want. Yeah, go for it, Kev. So far, I'm pig sick of my battery running out. Yes. Uh, It took me at least the first couple of days to realise that um, to hatch your egg, you have to keep your app up and open, which means that it just holds the door open all the time on the phone. So your battery just... Well, did you put the battery saving mode on? Yeah, which just turns the screen black and it just goes a bit strange. It's like, uh, I just closed my phone down. That is their battery saving mode, but yeah, I'm hoping they'll get to it. Yeah, but then the pedometer doesn't work in battery saving mode. Does it not? No. (laughs) I thought it did. No, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it does on my phone. I've walked four and a half miles today, and as far as Pokemon Go apps concerned, I've walked about half a kilometre. I don't even know what a kilometre is. I, I, I presume think... you have got them in incubators. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah, the yeah. internet Sorry. ones. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Just checking. Yeah, pocket. Surely that's enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. So my experience with the with the app so far has been really good. Um, I'm enjoying it. Uh, the only issue I've had is uh, with the same as everyone else is logging in. Mm. Um, there's that many people logging on. It's that phenomenal. I think trying to play a bit of a mine into it is that I don't think they expected it to be this popular. Possibly um, in the the Asian territories where it is still massively popular, um, but I don't think it, they expected this worldwide phenomenon from it. Um, so, and I don't think they've got the infrastructure behind it to support it fully. Um, and then you get um, let's call them wankers that like to hack it. Uh, and, and send them a DDoS attack for what purpose? I don't know. Personally, I always thought hackers were for the for the good guy trying to take down the big corporations yeah. that and, and all that. But no, no, they're just tossers um, that just want to spoil everything for everyone else because they can, I guess. Um, yeah. Which which was really yeah. annoying. Um, but it's nice that they've recovered from it. Um, but I just think they hopefully will get a little help from um, Google and, and Nintendo to. Um, hopefully improve the infrastructure and get a few more servers on it. Hmm. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whatnot. You're expecting Nintendo to understand how internet infrastructures work. <laughs> well, I was thinking more from a Google point of view. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like Nintendo, <laughs> just give them the money. <laughs> uh, but I'm currently level 11. Oh my app. God, I'm fine. Shit, the um, bed. I've got, I, I shall quickly check now, how many Pokemon have I got? 246 Pokemon. Fuck me. What? I've got about 30. I've got, let me load mine up. I've, the highest is uh, CP, which is your combat points, uh, 
487. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, give over. You've had way too much time on your hands. And yeah. <laughs> nine eggs. Well, I kind of know what I'm doing, so... Yeah, that's it. You see, that that's the thing as well. I don't. Um, <laughs> just walking around and going, oh, there's a rat, there's a bat, there's a cat. I'll have them. Hmm. Uh, we'll get to the, the little tips bit uh, hmm. shortly, so don't tune out anybody <laughs> I'm that is hoping listening. to learn. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we'll give you a few little tips. The, but, uh, the login ads as well, it's still very, very slow. You know, it, yes. it's, it, you oh, it's so bad. Scheme, loading scene, yeah. But I'm hoping it'll just all improve. Yeah. Uh, it'll get better. And and it's it can only get better, I guess, because for a, a, a company that's not really renowned for making its uh, app special on a a scale of this size. Hmm. If it was someone like Blizzard um, or even Activision or someone like that that's yeah. known for its resilient servers, if you like, and EA and whoever, hmm. then you'd, if, they, if it was this bad, we'd all be slating them. But for someone that's just come out the blue and said, oh, look, here's Pokemon Go. And then it's like, wow. Well, yeah. this this isn't Niantic's or Niantic, how you pronounce it. It's not their first radio because they had that game Ingress, which was yes. a, using a similar sort of system. Which of, we've um, got a, t- a tip about as well. But yes, uh, I know what you're saying. I just don't, I really don't think they expected it to be. Well, that's it. I mean, they've, they've looked at the global figures for Pokemon and seen that it's actually something that's dwindling. You know, year on year, it gets less and less. So they're expecting, you know, a fair return, but probably not a massive return. But what they've not taken into account is the amount of smartphone users out there, you know, that are of the age, like yourself, you know, you've grown up with it. To have that as something as an augmented reality app, you know, that's just, it's gravy. You know, you're Mm. straight in. I mean, so. in my opinion, um, I love Nintendo games. It's just that I, because I grew up with the older stuff, mm. which I'm sure you guys did as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Wii, the original Wii, really spoiled it for me. I just thought it was a bit, nah, mm. could do better, especially when you've got the likes of, I know Nintendo have always been renowned for their uh, more cartoony games, um, but I really wish they'd put stuff like Zelda on multi-platform um, and it sells so many copies because I just think yeah. some people aren't into the very family orientated consoles. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying they have to be for the hardcore gamer, but the games that you, if they put Zelda, um, even Mario Maker or something like that, which I know works really well with the, the Wii U controls, if they put something like that on the Xbox, PS, PlayStation and, and whatnot, I think it sells so well and it helped Nintendo a lot. It doesn't have to be every game, but just my opinion, mm. I think it'd, it'd help them an awful yeah, lot. Yeah, I mean, well, they're making a step in the right direction with trying to, you know, move into the mobile sphere because, uh, by the way, uh, the Pokemon Go servers are down again. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll have to do a tally. Ding! Yeah. <laughs> During the record. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, they're a Japanese company, and in Japan, um, home consoles are not what they used to be. Um, they don't sell particularly well, which is why I think there's a lot of credence to the, these rumours that the the NX will be both a home console and a handheld in one. And so it kind of makes sense for them if they're going to spread out onto another platform for it to be mobile phone because mobile phone games in, in Japan make a ridiculous amount of money. Like uh, Puzzle and Dragons was, uh, I don't know if this is still the case, but a couple of years ago they were making, uh, I think it was uh, $10 million a week 
from microtransactions on that game wow. in Japan in, in Japan alone. Um, so they're going in the right direction to try and you know diversify their business model. Um, but this was it's it's a surprise that this is the one that's proved so successful because the ones that Nintendo were developing um, were Mitomo their Fire Emblem free-to-play game that's coming at some point in yeah. the future, and their Animal Crossing one as well. And then Pokemon Go was sort of like, you know, shuffled off, uh, given to this this company, uh, Niantic, to to develop. And I think the, the Pokemon company had more to do with it than Nintendo themselves. Um, and so they weren't really expecting it to be much of a thing. Um, I mean, even E3 just gone, they didn't really talk about it much at all. And if they'd known it was going to be a success, they would probably would have talked about it quite a lot, but they, yeah. they spoke about it for about 10 minutes or so, <laughs> uh, and then moved on to other games. Um, but I, I think it's taken them completely by surprise. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's that's a, a feature of itself, because you can tell that it has caught them by surprise with the stability of the servers and things, and with it not even being released in in Asia, I don't know if it's China or Japan or somewhere. Uh, Japan, it launches tomorrow. It launches in Japan tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the servers are just they're down tomorrow. Don't bother trying to play it tomorrow because <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, if if we've got so I was reading an article earlier that um, earlier this week um, or last week they had it been downloaded fifteen million times. Mm. Um, and as of the 11th of July, it had been they had 21 million active users. Yeah, wow. Um, and it's I think it was on something like I think it was earlier this week on 10% of Android devices mm. with an average use time of about 30 minutes per user. Yeah, which is smashed out um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, mm. Snapchat. It's just like whatever. It's pretty much doubled everything that they yeah. do. Yeah. Well, it's like I was telling you the other day uh, in that article I read. Uh, uh, peak points um, last week in America, uh, like a peak times. There were more people using the were pl- more people playing Pokemon Go, which uses Google Maps information, than were actually using Google Maps. Yeah. <laughs> which is just insane because you think about it, that's on every single Android phone, and a lot of people use that as their sat nav or, or their way to find yeah. them where they're around when they're when they're when they're walking about. And yeah, there are more people using Pokemon Go than when using Google Maps, which is just insane. <laughs> so they're doing well. Let's yeah. be fair. Um, just uh, need to get that stability on the servers, and yeah, and we'll be off. Uh, where are you up to on the on the game at the minute, Mark? I am still level five. Yay! Um, I'm trying. I can't get into the game to tell you how many Pokemon I've got. It's not many. Um, <laughs> Keep on load up. <laughs> the problem is, like, um, there's loads and loads of Pokestops around where I live, uh, but they're all clustered in a very small space in the five minute walk between where I live and where I work. Yeah. Uh, so I only I'm only out up you know walking about for about five minutes in the morning and then five minutes in the evening. Um, so I don't tend to go on too many long jaunts and like the gym and the swimming pool I use is right next to where I work uh, and so there's there's lots of Pokestops but not a huge number of Pokemon uh, that being said I did catch a Fero is that how you pronounce it yeah 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 the final yeah. evolution of Spearow um, yeah I did I caught one of those today uh, awesome. but the, but I I mean I haven't really been playing it when my girlfriend comes over she's always like she's she's always begging me to go out for a walk can we, can we go to town should we go for a little walk because she's gotten seriously hooked on it she's level uh, 9 or 10 I think and <laughs> she's already taken down a gym uh, in the, the town that she lives in and uh, she's properly hooked on it but it hasn't quite gotten its claws into me 
fully yet. But uh, no, yet, yet, yeah. Um, but it's getting there. You know, what I played of it, I, it's enjoyable. It's, it's something to do whilst you're walking around. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. It's getting you walking around as well. Yes, you know yeah, um, and, uh, the people I work with. We've got an area uh, in the town I live in, where uh, the lakeside, and it's quite a picturesque place. Um, you know, it's got a lovely lake and very modern buildings around it. It's just a, a very much the green belt part, and there's apparently loads and loads of Pokemon there, as you'd expect, and water based, and um, a lot of people have been tripping over there. I think it's <laughs> suddenly become one of the busiest hotspots because it's near the local stadium as well, which is also a gym. Mm. So um, that's suddenly taken up a whole lot of people that are just having a nice walk around. You know, mm. it's getting people out. I think it's great for, for that kind of thing as well. There's Where I work, um, there's people absolutely trying to take the piss out of me for it. And I'm like, yeah, you know I'm a geek. I, I work in IT. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's not that I you I've are been forced into IT. I, I well, not quite moss. Easy. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not let's not go there. But um, but yeah, and 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 I, and I admit it. And um, there's a a girl that I go for a walk with most lunches, and we we go and collect Pokemon. Why mm. not? Um, I I work near uh, Pride Park, the Derby County Football Ground. There's quite a few gyms. There's quite a few stops, so we have a wander around and and see what we can collect. But but the girl that will remain anonymous. Um, it's actually done a lot for her because she was going through quite a rough patch, um, getting a bit of anxiety and different things like that. And it's she's not she's not slept this much in months since going out on all these walks to go and get Pokemon and her fellas taking her out and, and she's wanting to go out and see what she can do. And, and I think it's just doing good things for people that just had no reason to go out the house or didn't yeah. want to go out the house. And, and like there was a, a funny thing on Facebook about Pokemon... Goes done more for for uh, obesity than Michelle Obama's done in the X amount of years that they've been in cabinet, um, which is true. Which is probably true. It's getting kids and people of my age that may be massively overweight yeah. out the house. The flip side, you've got the media that have really jumped on this, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just spinning some real scare stories. And you know, you've depending got on which outlet you read. Well, yeah, well. Not mention the Daily Mail, shall we? I mean, obviously, give them a couple of weeks, they'll tell you Pokemon Go gives you cancer. But, well, yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're all jumping on this as if, oh, no, don't go outside, don't go outside. It's scary out there. People are walking off cliffs. I mean, I'm not being funny. Pokemon Go or not, if you walk off a cliff, you're just a twat. <laughs> yeah, you're just how, a fucking How idiot. do you not know you're that close to a cliff? <laughs> or if you walk out in front of traffic or anything like yeah. that, yeah. It's just a yeah. selection. <laughs> The game tells you when you load yes. it up, when you're watching that lengthy loading screen, it says, please be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, it, oh, yeah. there's just, I, I think people have just got to not worry about the that kind of thing. There's, there's people that are going to be on it because they don't like it for some reason, because it's popular. And then there's those of us that are just embracing it mm. and loving it. Um, I was saying briefly in the, in the, in the podcast uh, uh, that we did for the, the news round, that I was, uh, I came home from work the other day, getting a drink in my kitchen, uh, and I heard a, uh, one of the kids in the street shouting to his mum to say, "Mum, can you please go for a walk? Uh, I want to go and get some Pokemon." She's like, "Yeah, yeah, after tea." And he went, "But we've got to make sure it's at least two k because I want to hatch an egg." So he, she's like, "What?" <laughs> and he's, she's like, "Yeah, no, I need to do two k. Look, I've got this egg to hatch." And she's like, "Okay, let's get some tea first, and then we'll go out." And that's just great. That's a a child not saying, "Mum, come on, let's get get some tea down as next because I want to play FIFA or yeah. whatever." Um, it's he's actually wanting to go out and 
respect to the lad he taking his mum with him uh, whether he mm-hmm. knew he had to or not but this is only going to be a positive thing surely yeah. i mean i've i've seen it in, in the town center where i am you know they they just you've got hordes of people you know they're, they're being responsible they're taking they're all going out in sort of fours and fives and stuff but you're just getting people talking again People are just openly talking to each other about what they've got. You know, you've just seen groups meet up in random places, usually outside churches, which is a weird one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's um, uh, quite often poker stops, aren't they, or gyms? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems to be a very sociable thing. My, my local town, there was uh, I managed to find a squirtle outside a walkabout, um, but outside of that, there's quite a big paved area, and there was a, a, a legit busker going on to advertise something and I think it's the most people she's ever had around her she had a beaming smile whether she knew it was because there was a squirtle in that area and everyone was trying to capture it I don't know <laughs> but she was loving it she had the, the crowd then to be fair the music was good um, but yeah it's, it's, it's yeah it's, it's a good thing I like it it's a genuine cultural phenomenon that I haven't seen um, <clears throat> I haven't seen with a video game or anything to do with video games since the Wii um, it just mm. seems to be something with Nintendo or Nintendo properties that seem to reach out beyond like what you know the traditional gamer market and latch on to people who ordinarily wouldn't be interested. Like one of my colleagues who works in the the IT department at uh, the council I work at says one of the the ladies in his office who's she's in her late fifties and she's never played a video game before, but she's downloaded Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah. And she's playing yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, and- why not? It's, it, I think the thing is, is that it's not just for kids. It's just something fun to do. You don't have to understand it. It's just to get you out and about, and you can join in with your family and learn a bit of stuff about Pokemon from yeah. way back when. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still some Pokemon in here that I recognise, and I'm thinking, good God, I've not seen these for, what, 15, 20 years? I, I did do one of those um, survey things or whatever they are, you know, the quizzes that you get on Facebook. Yeah. And they shadowed them all out, and I did get 100%. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, I've still got it. <laughs> one thing I do want to say, though, which a lot of people have pointed out, but it doesn't seem to matter, actually, is the fact that if you t- if you strip away the fact that it's so, so, for a lot of people, unique, because I don't know anyone who played um, uh, Ingress or has played any sort of, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, this sort of game before, uh, and the fact that it's like such a crazy cultural phenomenon. It's not actually a very good game when you like, think about it. No, no. no not you walk, you walk around, you like go to a landmark, spin a thing, collect some balls, find a Pokemon, throw balls at it, and then you'll go to a gym and tap on the screen. Uh, that's that's it. Like at the at its very <laughs> core, it's not a very good game. There's not a lot to it, but it's it doesn't matter. Concept. <laughs> yeah, it's a really stupid yeah. concept, but it doesn't matter because it's like. It's really fun, and it it's you know it's engendered such a great community <laughs> straight it's, away. It's so mm. so like that you know Asian that kind of area of the world where it's stuff that you get out of, out of Japan and that you just think what the fuck yes. But for some reason, depending on on I think how you are, because I think most of us love uh, the JRPGs and stuff anyway. And sometimes you're playing it thinking, my God, why is that girl? Why is that girl's boobs bouncing around so much? Or <laughs> You know, what are they wearing or... Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, just some of the stuff they're doing, it's like dead trippy, but I don't know, they just seem to be able to do something and it just hooks you in. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. 
Okay, moving on, we're going to just go through a few little tips and tricks, uh, pro tips if you like, of different things that we've learned about the game. Um, so Mark, if you'd like to go first and give us your Pokemon Go top tip. Well, I haven't really got many top tips. I'm still very quite early in the game. I've only, I'm still on level five, so I've only just really reached the point where I can actually fight, uh, you know, in the gym battles. Not that I've done that yet because I haven't got any Pokemon powerful enough for it. Um, but yeah, I'd say try walking around different places. Uh, try and go to areas where there's water because you'll catch different Pokemon than you would just walking around the street. And also, um, probably the best one. On these hot summer evenings, maybe go down to your local pub, sit in the garden with a pint, and uh, pop one of those incense sticks that are in the game, and just let the Pokemon come to you. Be lazy about it. That sounds like my kind of Pokemon catching <laughs> right there. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kev, we'll uh, go with yours. Yeah, I mean, I've not had much time to do a lot of walking around, unfortunately, because over the weekend it's been my busiest time of the year, really. But um, every time I've actually tried to get anywhere, um, the servers have been down anyway. But the tip that I've got is to use the app Ingres or ingress i-n-g-r-w-e-s i think it is yeah. and it's an old app that nobody really bothered with and pokemon go uses exactly the same mapping system so if you if you get that app and then just download the maps onto your computer you can just delete the app off your phone once you've got the maps you can see exactly where the pokemon are going to be oh. which is quite a tasty little piece hmm. yeah um, obviously it doesn't show you what's going to show up randomly uh, still don't know exactly know how that works I also heard it was very very cryptic but it, it just says go to the beach well I'm I'm off to Tenerife in September and I'm going to take my phone with me so I might try and play it while I'm there as well you'll be dead by September well maybe <laughs> <laughs> Um, so um, I've got quite a lot. I hope so. <laughs> um, so uh, one of the first things that I can I can say is, regardless of what it is, just catch every single Pokemon you see. Uh, and there's yes. several reasons behind that. Uh, one, for every Pokemon you catch, you get roughly 100 XP. If it's something you've not caught before, and the way you know that is where it says CP, it'll have question marks. Um, you will, um, you'll get even more XP because that's a Pokemon you've not found yet. So mm. you'll get a new Pokemon in your Pokedex, um, and then depending on the throw that you get with the the Pokemon into into the ball, you'll get extra XP on that. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk a bit, a little bit more on throws um, very shortly. Um, so if you do that, you'll build up your. Uh, your Pokemon uh, bank, if you like, quite quickly. Um, and don't worry if you've got, so I've got absolutely loads of uh, Rattats, uh, Pidgeottos, Caterpies, mm. Weedles, and all that. Um, and what you can do is every one you, that you capture, you get candy. Uh, and then that candy you use to upgrade your Pokemon, and then they evolve into different creatures, if you like. Um, and the, the, the trick here is you evolve them to the max evolution. And you can have a look on the uh, the Pokedex as to how many evolutions they've got. Most of them have got three. Uh, there's a few that have got two and some that haven't got any at all. And it's not until that point when you need to start spending your candy and your Stardust uh, to actually upgrade the power of that Pokemon because if not, it's wasted um, until you've actually evolved it all the way. Yeah. Um, so you can collect loads and loads of Pokemon and then do that and then always upgrade your one that's got the highest CP just because it'll 
hopefully keep some of that extra strength that it's got. Uh, and then what you can do is, uh, once you've ran out of the candy for that particular type of Pokemon, is you can actually, if you scroll down to the bottom once you've clicked on that Pokemon, there's a little button called Transfer, and you can send that uh, to the Professor, and he'll actually give you some candy back for that Pokemon. So, so that's if you like, what that is. Oh, yeah, right. so you don't get it back. You don't get the Pokemon back at all. So just be careful what you do do that with, um, because I don't want anybody sending off a Squirtle or a Charmander unless you've got loads. Um, but you will get some candy back. So if you like, for every uh, Pokemon that you get, sometimes you get two or three candy. So you could be getting four, or you could just be getting an, you get that extra one candy back whenever you send that off. So the more you capture, the quicker you can upgrade to that um, evolution because the higher up those ranks you go, the more candy you need. So I think it starts off, some of them are about 50, some of them might be 12 um, for the more common uh, Pokemon that are out there. Um, and then from there it will go up to quite a bit. I think one of them is 500 candy, I think you need <sighs> to evolve it, but that is some serious, rare, powerful uh, Pokemon. So that's what you need to do in order to level up. And every time you evolve a Pokemon, you get a thousand experience. Um, so you get quite a lot, which will level you up. So as you're evolving them, you get a thousand experience. You can sell a few, evolve the next one, and then you'll get another thousand experience. And if you throw yourself a lucky egg on, which only do if the servers are up, um, <laughs> you'll actually get extra um, experience from it. And I shall just quickly have a look if it's working and tell you exactly how much it is. Uh, you get double XP for 30 minutes. So if you evolved something and you've got a lucky egg on, you'll get 2,000 experience for each evolution that you do. So if you, like me, I've now got 250 Pokemon. If I go through all my Ratats and evolve them as much as I can, mm. slap a lucky egg on if the, albeit the servers are stable, uh, I should come out quite rich, if you like, in terms of experience yeah. and uh, the Pokemon that I've got. So that's... The evolution side of things. So the experience actually upgrades you as a trainer. Your, your yes. levels mm. just keep going up. Yeah, and each level that you do as a trainer, you unlock extra uh, items to use. So I think at level 12 is when you unlock a great ball, right? which is blue in colour, and that allows you to capture uh, any Pokemon that are in yellow difficulty easier. Um, and then you get an... I think it's an X ball, uh, which is black. Um, and then that allows you to get the ones that are marked red. Um, so when you go to catch a Pokemon, um, if you press and hold the Pokeball, you'll see a, a circle that will slowly get smaller and smaller. Mm. Um, so depending on the colour of that, depends on how hard that Pokemon is to capture. So it starts off at green, uh, anything that's yellow, um, then go into orange and then red. So they're harder ones, so you want to persevere with that. I thought they were just targets. <laughs> they are. So if you get the pokeball inside the green target yeah you get a, a better throw um, and then you get more experience from that so the smaller that target is and the better you can hit that target which to be fair i'm quite crap at throwing yeah them. i'm useless um, at it. <laughs> but if you get it in that target you get even more experience and you get a better throw from it you can also spin the ball around so if you spin you and you'll do a curved shot and then if you get a pokemon with that you'll get a curved throw special bonus as well so there's different things like that that you can do in terms of capturing uh, your Pokemon. You also get uh, later on in the fairly early levels berries, uh, raspberries, which is R A Z Z, yeah. just to spice that up for you for the <laughs> the gangsters that help make the game. Um, and they allow you to capture the harder Pokemon 
So basically, you give them something to eat. So you can, it's like capturing a mouse, I guess. <laughs> but um, you give them some berries, and then you throw a pokeball at them, and it, it makes them a bit more friendly towards you, so they're easier to capture. So if there is something that you see and you're like, you know, it's a rare Pokemon, throw some raspberries at it. But it is that one throw. So if it doesn't get it, you have to give it another raspberry and then throw it again. So it only lasts for one throw. Right. That's about capturing Pokemon, which is quite in depth. Um, what Pokemon did you start with? I didn't realise the Pikachu. Thing, yes. Well, which is a bit annoying. Uh, that is a tip that I forgot all about. Um, yes, yes, I've got a Pikachu. I think I started off with a Charmander. Yeah. Uh, yeah and I managed too. to find a Squirtle as well. Yeah. So you can get them out and about, but uh, go for it, Kev. If you've not already started, or you've started and you're not at a particularly amazing level, then it's possibly worth you restarting. Um, you know, when you're actually offered at the beginning of the game to uh, the um, Pokemon, you, uh, Squirtle and Charmander, isn't it? And if you, uh, so. Yeah, if you ignore those, um, I think it's three or four times, you can just walk away from them, uh, walk away three or four times, then Pikachu comes up, and you can just walk up and get Pikachu instead. Hmm. Yep. And I've got a Pikachu. You can catch them in the wild as well. Yeah, they are really hard to catch as well. The dodgy little buggers. Very. Um, another quick tip, uh, which we'll, we'll put some of this in some of the show notes as well, yeah. um, is if you've got an Eevee, uh, which is the cute little fox-looking thing, mm-hmm. um, and if you rename it to Sparky, uh, Raina, or Pyro, when it evolves, it will turn into those separate... Uh, so Eevee when you evolve her she'll either go into a uh, a water Pokemon after that or a um, uh, fire Pokemon or electric Pokemon apparently I've not managed to capture enough to be able to evolve one yet if you rename them one of those three things so Spark is electric uh, Rain is obviously water and Mm. Pyro is the fire uh, it will evolve into um, that type of Pokemon don't know how true it is don't don't know how long it's going to be until it's patched out but Mm. yeah that's another Another little tip for you I've there. I've heard that you're going to be able to trade Pokemon eventually. Have you heard anything about this? Uh, yes. Um, That's the eventual plan, when. yeah. Yeah. And I think you'll be able to uh, battle each other as well. Now, that's going to be good once you don't have to battle at gyms. Yes. You know, because yeah. obviously sometimes it's just miles away from where you're living. Yeah. I don't live near any gyms at all, which is a bit... No, I'm, I'm pretty much in a barren wasteland. Uh <laughs> And I'm only two miles out of the city centre. That's a <laughs> horrible thing to say about Doncaster. <laughs> Culturally as well. Um, in terms of incense that you do get when you level up, um, they actually um, increase uh, the radius of the little radar blip yeah. that goes out. Um, and that attracts Pokemon to you. Hmm. And apparently uh, it was posted up uh, online that when you're walking, that actually doubles. So if you stood still with incense on, mm. it's 100 metres, I think it is. And then if you're walking, it actually increases to 200 metres. Oh, that's quite handy. So if you put incense on and go for a walk, it'll really amplify. So I think you get an extra 300 metres in total. I think it stacks, wow. um, which is which is good. So you can actually attract, attract Pokemon to you from a greater distance. It's a pity that it doesn't double the time as well, because obviously while you're walking, it's going to make it trickier to you know stop and... Uh, pick up Pokemon on the way. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, maybe exists, that's yeah. something that's further on down the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and then obviously you've got your laws as well. So if you are, um, like Mark said, at a pub, uh, throw a law down on a stop, um, and if you put yourself uh, an incense on you, guaranteed to hopefully get some decent Pokemon from that. 
um, and then the laws you just put onto the stop, and they have confetti on them. Yeah, um, so I think it's heart confetti. So if you're if you're out and about and you see one on that, I would go over there and spend a little bit of time on mm. there. I think they last for thirty minutes as well, um, and they will allow you to um, get hopefully some more rare Pokemon. Now you know when I'm looking at the map. Every now and again, I'll see some sort of little bits of confetti, you know, like green or yellow like grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? What are they? That's a Pokemon. Yeah, Is it? That no- yeah. All right. So, norm- so on the actual game, on a Game Boy, uh, if you see the grass moving, you know there's a Pokemon there. So if you run to it, yeah, there'll be a Pokemon there. Uh-huh. Um, and it's normally probably something on the tracker. So if you tap the the tracker in the bottom right hand corner, yeah, and it'll bring up what's nearby. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a little bit of a bug with that at the minute, but if you tap on a Pokemon, it's got three steps, um, and if as long as that goes down, it will actually take you closer to it. But if it's not going down, turn around and go back the other way. Mm. Um, and apparently, they they're in order and they will shift in order as well in the grids. Um, so if you have got nine on there um, and you're following a certain one, it should move up the grid the closer you get to it as well. Oh. If there's quite a few. I'm looking forward to having some time to actually walk around and do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's probably about all the tips that I've got, which I know is quite a lot. Um, <laughs> it's got us <a> started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's there's lots to do. And obviously you've got your incubators, so obviously make sure you've got Pokemon in that at all times. Um, and the, the higher up the levels you get, you get more incubators that you can use um, to get your... Um, Pokemon hatched. Uh, the 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 further they, uh, well, sorry, the, yeah, the further you have to walk to hatch it, the rarer the Pokemon is. Uh, so I've just had a quick look now. I've actually got one that's ten kilometers, so that should be fairly rare. And um, there was something on uh, Facebook or Twitter that someone sent out the list of random Pokemon that you may get. Um, so I'll have to attach that to the, the notes as well. Um, but that's always handy to know. So always go for your, your longest one. Take a little bit longer to hatch, but it does mean that you'll hopefully get something a bit it's, better for your time. It's taking me four days to do a two-kilometer one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then and then finally, um, again, something we'll put in the show notes and something that you can uh, just Google it. Just type in a Pokemon uh, strength chart. And when you're fighting a gym, um, each Pokemon, it, it's a bit like rock, paper, scissors, and certain things beat certain other things. Um, so before you fight a gym, just make sure that you are using something that's effective against that particular Pokemon, mm. as opposed to something that's weak or neutral. So if it's a, go for the easy one. If it's if you're fighting a fire Pokemon and you go in with something like Bulbasaur, who's grass, he's going to be extremely weak against that fire Pokemon because grass yeah. is burnt by fire. Um, but then if you go fire against fire, it's going to be rubbish. But then if you send in uh, Squirtle, uh, he will hopefully he'll, he'll be. I think it's twice as powerful against that one. So don't be put off by the CP. Um, as long as you're not massively outbalanced by it, um, if it's just a matter of a couple of hundred, that it'll make up for that because he'll be weak against you and you'll be strong against gotcha. him. Uh. I think that's about all the tips from me. If, if everyone got that, I didn't rattle through them too quickly. Um, but hopefully that's enough to get you going in the game. We'll have to check back in when we're doing a news episode in a few weeks. Yeah, we'll go on with this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, the servers are back up again. Hey! Yes, they are, yeah. yeah. That's why we've not heard out from you for the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have, any... I've got ten Pokemon. That's what <laughs> I've got. <laughs> I've got 28, I think. Jesus. 
Yeah. See, I've I've transferred all of my duplicates though. Oh, um, if they've no, been if they've been underpowered, then I just transferred them. That's why I've got twenty eight. They're all rats. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if, if any listeners have got any tips or tricks that you want to share with us uh, don't forget you can post that on our, our Facebook and Twitter and all those random things mm-hmm. and uh, probably on some of the news shows we will uh, read some of those out if oh, anybody's yeah. got any massive tips because um, we'll all be excited to know what they are <laughs> we'll be implementing them <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> just finally to wrap up the show I just thought we could just talk about some of the extremely bizarre uh, news stories that have been going around. There's been some wacky uh, ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I've got one. I've got one that's popped, literally popped up today. Um, Pokemon Go masters are selling their accounts for thousands on eBay. What? Yeah, uh, people who've reached like the like high levels, like twenty plus. There's a, there's a listing here of a guy who is level twenty three, um, and I can't actually see the picture of the, the Pokemon he's got. Uh, his account is current. Uh, the winning bid for that account seven thousand three hundred pounds for a Pokemon Go account. That's insane. It is only a game. We're not endorsing this by any chance uh, at all. No. you've got to be wary with things like that. Uh, all, all selling your account because you never know what could come back off it. And I don't know how eBay would protect you. Found a fun one on um, Saturday morning. Uh, this was great. What a bunch of twits. Specialist mine rescue teams were scrambled after four teenagers got lost in a cave while hunting for Pokemon. They lost their way in Boxfield's caves near Caution, Wiltshire, and were forced to wander around until they found enough signal to call 999. I bet you any money it was still about two and a half hours before somebody says, look, we've got to phone 999 because we are running out of battery now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, good God, you can't even get a signal underground, so what the hell were you doing going into a cave? <laughs> My God. These people are the ones that are protected by may contain nuts. You know, it's a packet of nuts. <laughs> I suppose that's the, the biggest tip we can give to anybody that's listening as well, especially if you're younger, um, is just just please don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, don't go to anybody stranger's house. And if he, <laughs> regardless if he says he's got a rare Pokemon, just say, I can get it from here, mate. Don't worry about it. And if you can't, then leave it, regardless of how rare it yeah. is. Um, and, and go in groups as well, because there are dickheads out there that will try and lure you into random places uh, we're not trying to be your yeah. dads but just please be careful yeah but yeah there was a, an interesting one um that a a new yorker evan uh, went to his ex-girlfriend's house and caught a <laughs> pokemon he obviously didn't think yes. he'd he'd be rumbled for his cheating uh, using uh, a game's geolocation data his actual girlfriend noticed where he'd been saying that he'd been to his former flames house um, he said she saw a Pokemon, uh, caught the Pokemon while at uh, Ex's house, and then she later uh, found out that the house um, hasn't con- uh, been in contact since. Um, so, <laughs> yes, that's a, an interesting one. Um, so, hey ho, what are you going to do? <laughs> Pokemon's there, you're going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you got to catch oh, them all. Yes, you have. Yeah, regardless. Um, that's not SCDs, that's Pokemon. Um, it's been talked about a lot, but we should probably reiterate the the fact that if there is a Pokestop or a gym which is at a site of some cultural sensitivity, oh, um, yeah. be sensible. If you're at the mm. Holocaust Museum, or if you're at Ground Zero in New York, or if you're in... I don't know if they've got enough signal at Auschwitz or whatever, um, don't be a dickhead. Um, try and show some 
Respect. So I'm sure I try and show some respect. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Don't go to the Anne Frank Museum and run around trying to catch all the Pokemon. There's been st- stories of people finding bodies, you know, but this is basically a natural extension of the man walking the dog. Yeah. If ever you see or, saw a, a body being found, it was always by a man out walking his dog. Now we've got groups of people walking around randomly yeah. <laughs> looking for stuff at the most weird times in the most out there locations so they're bound to just stumble across more with their bodies than soft make yeah. you obviously like we say you've got to be careful but I think the nature of the app is sending people to these poker stops which are historic locations or places of interest which people probably haven't been interested in for years and now suddenly the ice cream man at some random place on some random field is doing extremely well because there's a, a I don't know some ball that was put there by some king or something years ago that's been there for a hundred years and it's suddenly really mm. popular um, because it's a poke stop um, so that ice cream man's doing well and so is that landmark but like we say have respect for the landmark don't sit on it and be a dick around it but uh, <laughs> appreciate it for what it is and get the Pokemon way there yeah the timing on this has been incredibly fortuitous because if you think about it, two weeks ago it looked like it was going to snow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and suddenly we're hit by the most incredible heat wave in Britain and everybody's out just wandering around. I mean, how well is this going to continue when we hit October, November time and it starts to bite again? Um, this could be an interesting thing. It could it could encourage people to, to continue going out. It depends on how obsessed they are, I guess. I mean, in, I reckon in urban environments it'll be fine. Um, out in the countryside, they'll probably see a massive drop off of people playing it. But you know, if you mm. live in a city or a town, uh, you're still going to have to walk around. So yeah, it seems like out in the countryside, you've not exactly got a huge amount out there anyway. No, I, I have a colleague at work, and he he lives ten miles away from town centre. And he says he's managed to spend four hours walking around on Sunday and he found one. Oh, <laughs> well, he did incubate two eggs. <laughs> um, so thank you, gents, for, for joining me on this uh, on this podcast uh, today. It was a, a very short one, hopefully, um, and informative mm-hmm. for all the, the, uh, the guys out there that are either interested in Pokemon Go, not sure what it is, um, and with some little tips and tricks and whatnot. Um, and hopefully we'll report back in a... Uh, couple of weeks uh, and see how we're getting on and if any of the users would like to uh, send us a message um, on our usual means then please do uh, and we'll uh, give you a few shout outs for uh, any tips or just let us know how you're getting on any experiences um, any random encounters um, I don't want to hear about any fights but if you've uh, stumbled across anything interesting um, it'll be interesting treasure? yeah treasure buried treasure yeah it's always a good one um, <laughs> Don't forget to uh, to throw us a, a lovely review uh, on iTunes and uh, give it a a good old thumbs up and a, a four or five star rating, however high that goes. Um, and you can catch us as always um, at the new location of uh, LapsGamer.com. Right, that's all from me. Thank you very much, gents. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Arigato gozaimasu. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.